with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. A mix of sun and cloud today with a chance of shower still this morning, but a high of 26 and sunshine for this afternoon. Right now in Edmonton, it is 12 degrees. This news update is brought to you by your Alberta Jeep dealer. Get into a 2020 Jeep Grand Cherokee during the all-out clear-out with up to 10% off MSRP. That's total discounts of over five grand. Well, Dr. Dina Hinshaw explained why Alberta Health Services is not reporting as many cases of COVID-19 in schools as other websites. She says that parents learning that a teacher or a student who were never in the school while infectious have t- has tested positive does not help them understand if their child is at risk. She adds that provinces are the province is now having a new online mapping tool that lists any school where two or more cases were present in a school setting within 14 days. Wednesday's update reported 98 more Albertans testing positive for the virus and 16 people with COVID-19 were inside 16 schools while infectious. We Charity says it is closing its Canadian operations, including layoffs of 115 Canadian staff and selling all of its property in Canada in the next coming months. We says the COVID-19 pandemic and the political fallout from the Liberal government's plans have left it in financial ruin. The brothers Craig and Mark Kielberger, who started it back in 1995, also plan to step down from the organization. In sports, the NFL season kicks off tonight as the defending Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, take on the Houston Texans with 17,000 people in the stands. Now, the stadium can actually hold 76,000, but won't thanks to COVID restrictions. Also, the Raptors won a thriller last night, forcing a Game 7. I cannot believe how into this Raptors thing I am. Oh, my God. I'm watching last night and... Karen's like, are you okay? I'm like, you don't understand. (laughs) She's trying to talk to my daughter, and there's like a minute left in overtime, and I'm like, please, please, this is amazing. Oh, what a game. Kyle Lowry, what a stud. Yeah, they just can't be, they just can't. like. They don't want to give up. Every time you think they're done, they're not quite done, so it's pretty awesome. I love it. Yeah. Well, My Little Pony, Lightbright, Yahtzee, and Tamagotchi. They are amongst the 12 finalists for this year's inductees into the U.S. National Toy Hall of Fame. Honorees must have lasted long enough through the generations, have reached iconic status, foster learning, creativity, and discovery through play. Do you guys know what all of those are? Oh, yeah. The OGs of toys. I know. So fun. I think I had all of them. The, uh, my mom searched high and low for a light bulb that could power... A light bright. A light bright. Oh, yeah. what a hunt that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just used uh, we just used any light bulb. Was there supposed to be a specific I one? I didn't know there was a special one either. Yeah, there was. I'm pretty sure. She always, or maybe that was her excuse. Oh, I, I got to call her out. It's the same Uh-oh. light bulb you could use for your, uh, what was that baking little, little oven? Easy bake oven. Easy bake oven. There we go. They're all the same. Uh-huh. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hi, do you have an answer for your question yet? We don't have the answer because of COVID. Uh, more of these have been sold than any other year in history. What do you think? Trailers, RVs. That's probably true. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's help what me I was in. Thinking too. But that's not the one we're looking for. I tell you, did you buy a trailer this year? No, I bought a house. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> that's a trailer without wheels. <laughs> it is, but we bought it before COVID hit. Okay. Got it. Got it. Well, thank you for the guess, all right? And congrats thank on you. the new house. Yeah. Have you got an answer yet? Not the right one. What do you think? Hot tubs? It's not hot tubs. <laughs> hot tubs, a ton of them, they can't keep them in the stores, apparently. It's a vacation in your very own home. Yeah, because people are spending I, uh, their vacation my money. My boyfriend's a 
crane operator, and uh, he said he's never put in so many hot tubs this year. That's what he's doing, hey? I believe it. Well, lowering yeah. the pleasure down right in the backyard. Right? Don't pay my mortgage, but let's get a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lori, what do you think the answer is? Is it bikes? It's not bikes, but you know what? They can't, I did, you know, our buddy Kelly from United Sport and Cycle will tell mm-hmm. you they cannot keep bikes in the store. Like, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, okay. but it's not bikes, okay? I'll try But again. I think you're getting closer. Kind it's, of. So, it's something to, to to use your recreational time for, but not necessarily. Kind of, sort of. Not necessarily recreational time. But your heart rate isn't going up. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. All right, Slug, what do you think? I think it's medical gloves. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's good a, guess. That's a really logical guess, my friend. I think most of think mask. Yeah. I think surgi- surgical gloves. It's not mask or surgical gloves. No okay. PPE. No, it's no PPE. But oh, well. Ironically, er- ironically, Matt's had medical gloves for a long time, but that's mm-hmm. another story. No, so I use I it when Matt I cook. Needs them. <laughs> yeah. Snap. I use it when I cook. There's nothing. You handle <laughs> raw chicken, put a pair of gloves on, then you take them off. Bing, bang, boom. Are you for real? PPE. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, All right, you guys have hey, a great morning. Thanks, bud. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 780-421-1039. The too early for a question question because of COVID. Uh, more of these have been sold in 2020 than any other year in history. Chelsea, what do you think? How about a home theater system with a gaming system? <laughs> All the things. Got to get that sound bar and that 4K TV. Yes. <laughs> uh, did you? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Uh, you, know, you know what? It's not all those things, but that's a great guess. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, Linda, what do you think the answer is this morning? Jigsaw puzzles. Jigsaw puzzles. I heard they couldn't keep them on the shelves. Okay. We, we couldn't buy one. It was a good thing we had an old one in the basement. <laughs> Were people using them for toilet paper? <laughs> I, I hope not. Just you, Chris. Ooh, that piece does not go there. <laughs> Ouch. Thanks for the great guess. Thank you. All right, I think we're going to have to give a hint. Okay. Are you ready for a good hint? Yeah. This item is available in left and right hands. Okay. Oh. All right. This item is available in left and right hands. Uh, there have been more of this this item sold in, in the last year because of COVID than any other year in history, and it's available in right and lefties. 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Clue was uh, that they're available in right and left hands. What do you think it is, buddy? Uh, it's a guitar, I think. You're right. It is a guitar. Good job. Congratulations. West Virginia. Chris can play one song and it's that one. Country Roads. Every, uh, yeah, every uh, major uh, guitar manufacturer says they have never sold as many guitars as they have this year. Do you play guitar, Nicholas? I do not, but it sounds like uh, I'm going to have a tough time finding one. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. What you got to do is wait a year and then the (laughs) secondhand websites will be chock full of them. Oh my gosh. You're right. You're right there. Congratulations. You know who does play guitar? Cor Blund and his Hurt and Alberton band, and you're going to get a chance to see him on Saturday night with their drive-in concert at the Edmonton Inn. Right on. Yeah. All right. You're you're off to work. Where are you going to work? Uh, Elta Gas. I'm working at a gas plant. Okay. Good nice. for you. Nicholas has gas. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Don't laugh. Don't don't acknowledge him. He'll yeah. just make it worse. Just move on. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great day, buddy. Yeah, thank you very much. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
This is Kiss in Love Court. What's going on? I got this text. Hey guys, my husband and I are having a disagreement that we could use some help with. Our daughter, who's 14 years old, just recently asked if she could go on a full-fledged date with a guy she's been talking to for a while. COVID aside, I think it's way too young to be seeing a boy that is two years older than her. We know firsthand she's not quite mature enough. My husband says no matter what we do or say, she's going to find a way to do it. So we might as well be supportive and keep her safe as, as safe as we can. Problem is, I know my girl is not mentally ready for the decision, decisions that come in the dating world. Plus, teenage boys are evil, gross, and sticky. What <laughs> does Kissin think? I can't confirm. Teenage boys are evil, gross, and sticky. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, I've got firsthand uh, yeah. experience when it comes to this because I started dating my now wife when we were like 15 or 14. It was ridiculous. Now, when but I th- at the time, when I think about it, well, I just, hey, I was just in love. I, you know, and I slowly but surely just kind of uh, weaseled my way into her life and until uh, <laughs> she finally just gave up and just said, okay, I guess this will be my boyfriend. And, and uh, you know, my mom drove us to one of our dates, which was an Alabama concert. How romantic. My cousin, I think my cousin Russell or Mark drove us to one of our dates because I, I didn't even have a driver's license For 14. Yeah. What about with your daughter, though? When did you let her start dating? Uh, you know what? I think she must have been about 16. Yeah. I, I remember. I think she had her first boyfriend about 16 years old. And, uh, uh, you know, I was... I wasn't ready for it then for her to date just because I just, you're never ready for your daughter Aww. to date. I don't know. I'm pretty sure at Love Court, bing, bang, boom, 14, just get married to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the sheets answer. <laughs> but we got to stop. We got to change the language. It's not let them date. It's prepare them. Mm. Oh, okay. Date. Okay. You're not in charge of that young woman. No. Well, you, well, you kind of are, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she is a minor, and <laughs> you make a lot of decisions for her. But I'm kind of in the camp with the dad, right? I yeah. mean, you teach her good lessons about staying safe. You, you yeah. know, maybe they go with some friends. And yeah. Stay responsible. Yeah. But it's going to be hard to stop a 14-year-old girl when she has her mindset on dating. I would agree with that. Right, Jack? Uh, no. 14's too young. It's But, I mean, ah. Uh... I know I'm probably not going to have a say when Kennedy and Lily are 14, but I think personally it's just too young. Wait till they're 16. Why is it too young? Ah, uh, I don't know. Dating is a, it's a big deal. It's a big responsibility. Yeah. Especially if he's two years older. Chantel yeah. says uh, she'll do it either way, so just be there to support her so she knows she can always trust you and come to you if she needs. That's okay. the thing. If you make her unhappy and uh, she doesn't like your decision... A rebelling teenage girl, so I hear, can be tough. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes you have to be a parent and not their friend. But I want to be the friend. (laughs) I'm about to have a girl, too, so this would be interesting. You're going to get so much trouble. The phones are ringing, which is a good thing. We'd love to hear from you this morning. You're the judge and jury. What should they do? 14 years old with a boy that's two years older. 780-421-1039. It's Kiss and Love Court. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kiss in Love Court. I got a text from a mom saying that she and her husband are disagreeing when it comes to their 14-year-old daughter. She wants to go on a date with a guy that is two years older than her. They've been talking for a bit. Mom says, nah, you're too young. Dad says, well, she's going to do it anyways. Why don't we prepare her and make sure that everyone's safe? <laughs> Sorry, there's a text from Dustin that's throwing me off here. Uh, it said, let it happen. Both will learn lessons as well as the parents. I was 12 and my wife now was 14 when she asked me out to watch a movie. 
stuck her tongue down my throat at the end of the movie, and the rest is history. Good job, Dustin. I was not mentally prepared for something like that when I was 12. I'll tell you that. I was too worried about Pokemon. You're not mentally prepared for something like that at 33. (laughs) Oh, my God. A girl's kissing me. I'm 50. Tracy, what do you think? Doesn't matter how many times you tell your kids that you're not allowed to date till you're 16. That's what I did. Both my girls, you're not allowed to date till you're 16. And then years later, I found out, oh, mom, we were dating when we were like 13 or 14. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, yeah. Yep. You change yep. it from I'm going on a date to I'm hanging out at a friend's house and then mom and dad are none the wiser. That's right. And going to school, and as soon as they go to school, they're holding hands. Yes, and yes. You know, that's, that they're going together. They're going, whatever you call it now, just going, I guess. <laughs> just going. <laughs> <laughs> wee wah wah wah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, Way so. Back when it used to be going steady, but I yeah. don't think they say that anymore. No, and, they got and, something for it. Yeah, I gave her my uh, class ring and my Letterman jacket. That's right. All right, Grease. Right. <laughs> I'm not, not quite, not quite that old. But <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Did you get baby pop? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss and Love Court. You know what? Uh, the beginning of school starts the beginning of new relationships at school. Fortunately, or sometimes unfortunately for parents, it all depends on how it goes. 16-year-old boy dating a 14-year-old girl. That's the potential. What's going on? Well, we got this text from a teacher. From the perspective of a junior high teacher, don't let her. When things go sideways, and it always does at 14, the aftermath is at school. I always do what I can to console broken-hearted teenagers, but it seriously cuts into math. You're not going to learn your <laughs> integers when you're crying. Not until high school. Help out the junior high teachers here. Evan texts in and says, Funny how big of a deal age is when you're young. My wife is four years older than me, and it's no big deal. But when you're 16 and 20, it sounds so scandalous. Mm-hmm. I was 27 when I started on the show. Yeah. Can you imagine me coming into the building and be like, hey, guys, just got a new girlfriend. She's 17. Hmm. I don't think we'd allow you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you barely let me in as it is. But it might have made sense from a maturity level. I guess. Right? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh, be I see. That was a shot at me, <laughs> you jerk. Kelly, our buddy from United Sport and Cycle, three daughters. He says, Ooh. as a father of three daughters, no way in... H-E double toothpicks or hockey sticks. You go, Kelly. That's uh, right. All right. And Bradley. That young fella figures he's ready to go. Just have him hand over the phone. Let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, if his social medias have him checking out tractor parts and uh, <laughs> how to polish up Chris's uh, car and, and that kind of thing, fantastic. You know, maybe let's talk and, and see where you are for maturity. I like how police need a warrant, but dads don't. <laughs> but, but, but Isn't that old, the truth? If his whole uh, browsing history, and you pull up Instagram, and you pull up searches, and it looks like a yeah. toolbox in a tire shop, then you know what, son? You better pound sand and keep walking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, and sir. That, brother, if you if you want to have friends, you know, get a beer of the month club. But uh, kids need a dad, and we got to lay down the hard line out of love and respect. And uh, I've always taught my girls that good girls get good things, and uh, I'll reward your behavior and actions as such. And you know what? Hopefully they're making all the right decisions. That's all we can hope for, right, Bradley? Love it. That and a good shovel and a quiet knife. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the kind of dad that would punch a guy right in the eyes. <laughs> no, Matt. Try him, Matt. 
Hit him in the throat. Don't be stupid. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about dating and uh, kissing love court this morning about the uh, 14-year-old dating. And this is the opposite of that. We've got this, uh, uh, I guess it was through Instagram, right? Yes. We put on Instagram, how old were you when you started dating? And Adriana re- replied back to us and said, I was 32. She said she didn't have the confidence to date. Uh, good morning, Adriana. Thank you for joining us. And how come you didn't have the confidence? I was a, quite a bigger girl, so I just didn't do anything. Kind of hung out with my friends and did whatever and ended up having bariatric surgery 10 years ago now and then started doing some photos for the Canadian Obesity Network, which is Obesity Canada now, and coming there. Right, right. And then then deciding it was time to find the love of your life. Yeah, so we, um, we actually ended up meeting online. We were 34 when we met, got married in March. No, sorry, not March, April. Supposed to get married in March. Okay. Congratulations, first of all. Yes. Thank you. I don't think it matters, and I think I speak for all three of us. Doesn't matter what size you are, what shape you are. Everybody deserves love. Yeah. No, and I and I agree. It just took took me a little bit to to realize that it was a personal yeah. journey. Sure. Yeah, because it was for me. It was kind of I didn't think anybody would want to date the fat girl. Oh. So, so you waited. Kind of one of things. You said you waited till you were thirty two to start dating. Yeah. So I was. Yeah. So I had my first boyfriend at thirty two. It lasted like two weeks. It was pretty sad. Um, and then I kind of waited a little bit longer, and then I dated a guy long distance for six months, and then we broke up, and that was January, and then I met Michael at the end of August. Wow. Um, 2017. Now, okay. most of us start dating in our teens and our 20s. What did you learn, I guess, about it? Basically, how a lot of it is how it, lots of compromise. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to learning compromise when you're set in your ways at 34 years old. I bet. Mm. I yeah, bet. A lot, a lot more. You have to realize that you're a team together. It's not just you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who was going to go on a date with somebody and uh, he had not dated anybody for a long, long time. And uh, they could not compromise on the movie they were going to go to, and uh, they both just decided, no, this is just we're not going, we're not going to go. And and he and he still doesn't have anybody in his life, right? So there you well, go. Yeah, that's the thing is, if you can't if you can't compromise, and it, it won't work because that's what a marriage, like marriage or even dating, is compromise between the two parties. For someone who's only been uh, together for two years with their partner, you kind of got it on lock. Girl. This is amazing. <laughs> we waited that long so we kind of knew what we wanted because same thing with him we both didn't really date this is the first marriage for both of us we haven't had kids yet so it was basically we kind of weren't together just older okay and hey guys if you won't see sisterhood of the traveling pants you're the problem (laughs) 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 how do you know that was the movie it doesn't matter what 27 dresses sit through it smile and nod a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast yeah it's a time for me to try something i haven't tried in my life i have a a very delicate palate. No, he's, he's a picky eater. <laughs> okay, I'm a picky eater. I want to do a quick shout out to Matt's wife, Sam, who brought yes. the seaweed because Matt mm-hmm. forgot it. Thank, Thank you, you, Sam. She's <laughs> listening right now. She's probably a little angry because she's like, I'm very late. Here you go. She's probably not listening. <laughs> she's so mad. <laughs> Thank right. you, Sam. Thank you. Okay, so you got this seaweed. I didn't even know this stuff was available. It That's... comes in gigantic packs at Costco. People love it. It's a, a, it's a healthy snack. They come in little rectangles yeah seaweed snacks yeah there's and per package it's 100 calories and you probably get okay 80 of these little things of seaweed now before you try it chris i will say 
You've already had the mindset you're not going to like it. I can smell it from here. It, it smells like matter. fish food. It's yeah, the stuff that you crinkle over your goldfish's uh, <laughs> aquarium, that's yeah. exactly what this looks and smells like. Okay, you guys are in the minority because seaweed is in a, a sushi, Jack. You love sushi. Yeah, I know, but I like it with other things, not just as a snack. Well, normally I sprinkle this on my rice as a little salty treat. Really? Yeah. I have like rice and eggs every morning for breakfast and I've sprinkled this on the on top. You put seaweed on your rice and eggs. Uh, yes. They literally there's billions of people that do this. Okay. <laughs> it's- well, that's not fair because China does have a billion people <laughs> and that's normally where this I, is eaten. I my Korean sister my my Korean sister in law does this yeah. too and she says, okay. Yeah, everybody in Korea does it. Okay. Right. Everybody in Korea does it. Everybody in China does it, so Christian does Just it. open have an open mind. You might even enjoy it. Okay, I can tell I'm going to hate it, but okay. Here we go. Try yeah, it. Dude. Goes in easy. It tastes like fish. It's gross. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for the garbage. Oh. <laughs> oh. That is disgusting, Matt. It is not disgusting. You're wrong. Jack, you try it. Okay, I actually have never tried this either. You're going to agree with me, Jack. I don't have anything to drink after this. Oh, you're going to... No, cowards. take a big bite. Yep, not a fan. This is disgusting. <laughs> She's going to throw up. <laughs> She's looking for a place to spit it out. That's so good. I had a drop of black coffee. That's... Thank goodness. That was so gross. You guys are in the, like, People are going to start texting and say, you're all wrong. I don't know, oh. Matt. The first text is, don't do it. Don't eat the seaweed. It's horrible. I do you have one? This is so mm, gross. Can we so get off good. there so I can puke, please? <laughs> this is so good. I'm going to eat the whole package. Yeah, you can have it. That is disgusting. A healthy snack. I'm starting to feel sorry for everyone in Korea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. She's just giving just me. Just him some gum. <laughs> you don't- You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, it's just after eight. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Matt. Hello. Little uh, Captain Seaweed, you... Guy, you. That's a great name for you. <laughs> Captain Seaweed. Some people love me. Some people hate me. There's no in between. Yeah. And we hate when you get caught on our legs. <laughs> <laughs> I touch you underneath the water. Yeah. So creepy. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are the human seaweed. <laughs> Slimy. <laughs> Stinky. Sometimes pretty on top of the water. Uh, right. Okay. Really? I you hate when you get me on the hook. <laughs> right. Yeah, sometimes you think you're pulling up a fish, and then you pull up Matt. Hi. <laughs> wow, this is so making so much sense. It isn't. Okay. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Am I the only one that today is National Make Your Bed Day? And uh, am I the only one that just can't believe that making beds is a thing? What? Why would you do it? Like, what's the point? If if I was not married to my wife, if I was a single man, I would never make my bed. Are you crazy? Never. We'd never. also have to cut a hole in your house to get you out of it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that too. But that's got nothing to do with this. I, I just, are there people out there that never make their beds? And I, I'm not talking about teenagers. Right. Like we're not, to, you know. Oh we're talking God. grown-ups. What if you die? 
yeah. they come to your house and your bed's not made, you're going to be like, oh, man. And, well, we should probably throw him in an unmarked grave. <laughs> 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 Didn't make the bed. Uh, let me tell you, making the bed is a crazy personal thing. It's like, well, you know, start th- I was in the military. I got to make my bed. No, you don't. It doesn't matter who you are. Making the bed is silly because you're just going to get in it. Yes. And it's a little different for me because I don't have the bottom sheet. Jack's an OG no bottom sheet or yeah, two. Yeah, I hate sheets. The fitted sheet. And I just go comforter, fitted sheet, that's it. Mm-hmm. And like making the bed's easy, but I still don't want to do it. It's pointless. Yeah, see, that's the problem though. It's so easy and you still don't want to do it. There is nothing better than going into bed, nice, clean, firm sheets, and you're like, ah, oh, this is so comfy. Mm, Instead, I- you're just like in roll around Blah. No, yeah. but I'm going to go human burrito as soon as I get in. So yeah, what's the point? Exactly. I find a way to make it work. It just doesn't feel as clean. I don't it's know. probably the fact that I haven't washed my sheets in two months <laughs> that makes it feel unclean. Oh, that sand there? Don't worry about that. <laughs> 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939 uh, with your, are uh, you the only one that doesn't uh, believe in making the bed? Just got our first text. 34, never made my bed. Another text here. When my wife is working out of town, I never make the bed. This may be a wife thing. And don't get me started on decorative pillows. The, that is the okay. Everyone hates those pillows. Biggest scam on the planet. Like, how many people are going in your room to see the decorative pillows? Yeah. Nobody. That's like, what you think. You got a lot of visitors in your bed, there, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I like to spy. <laughs> okay, what about you? Uh, are you the only one that does not make your bed? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Love the fact that people are still <laughs> texting in about seaweed snacks. <laughs> Somebody said they're gross. I tried to sell them in my vending business. Not one sold. A total loss and of wasted money. So there you go, Matt. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Yeah, they just don't seem like a vending vending machine kind of a snack. I mean, I guess they'd keep for a long time. I, you know, I love seaweed, but if I'm going to the vending machine, I'm not getting seaweed. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. No, all right, let's do this. Am I the only one that... Matt and I very seldom agree, but we agree on this. If we had our way, we'd never make our beds. And it's National Bed-Making Day. So so, do it today. Do it today? Why not? Try it out. I do. I help Karen sometimes. I do. But it's just, I don't know. It just, it seems like a waste. This text says, I love to make my bed every morning. It feels better to get into a bed that was made, but my fiance is always still in bed by the time I leave for work. Mm. My husband and I don't make our beds. We just have the comforter and fitted sheet. It's like we make our kids when they clean their rooms. Oh, we make our kids do it when they clean their rooms. Ironically. Like, I get that because you want to teach your kid a little discipline, right? And like routine. But as an adult, like you don't have to. You've learned that stuff. I'm not going to learn it again. This deck says I'm 50 years old and I don't make the bed. There you go. I'm you. actually surprised. There's a lot of people out there that don't like it and don't do it. There's And everybody's like texting. That, there's that one video of this ex-military guy saying how making the bed is the perfect start to the day. I've never watched it because I don't make my bed and I don't want to feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But like, it, it, I don't think it makes you a better person or a worse person if you make or don't make your bed. Hmm. Right? Please tell me I'm right. I don't know. I would never judge anybody. I would. Yeah. If you're not <laughs> If you're not doing that, what else are you cutting corners on? <laughs> All right. When I was in camp in Fort Max as a texter, I leave a big sign on my bed, do not touch it. I leave my bed messy, but the pillows are placed just right where I need them when I get back to sleep. I hate made beds. 
And somebody said, uh, the only way I make my bed is if somebody's coming over, if you know what I mean. Oh. Yeah, yeah I did. I did. Because make- you want to impress them. Oh, yeah. I'm making my bed if I had a girl come over, without a doubt. Yeah, that's why you never have a bed made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it stayed unmade for a long time. Oh, <laughs> uh, we, uh, we're mentioning maybe it's a husband and a wife thing. Wives like the bed made. This text says, I'm a wife and I hate making the bed. And if I was single, I would never make my bed. Does Bob make the bed? Would he leave it, make the bed? You know, he does now. He never used to, but he does now. He knows it makes me happy. (laughs) And you'll judge him if he doesn't. And I totally judge him if he doesn't. (laughs) You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Am I the only one that... National Bed Making Day. Yes, and we're wondering... If you don't make the bed, are you the only one in the world here that doesn't make their bed? This text says, I make my bed every single day. It's the one small thing that makes me feel like I have my life together. Interesting. It doesn't matter how many beds I make, my life's still in shambles. <laughs> now, somebody brings up a very good point here. Wasn't it a too early for a question question saying that making the bed equals 25% more sex? Mm. Sounds like a great reason to make it. What do you have to say to that, boys? BRB. <laughs> <laughs> Got some bed making to do. All right. And uh, Cheryl, you, uh, you you make your bed all the time. What's the story? Well, I'm a quiet sleeper, and it's easy to make. <laughs> so, yeah. you Okay. That's you get thing. in, and you just basically flick off your batteries, and you don't move. Yeah. And <laughs> then you just kind of wiggle out, and it's basically made. Yeah. <laughs> now, you've also said you do something insane. You make the bed... At the hotel room. I know. <laughs> and whenever I go with anyone, they think it's insane. Yeah. But, I don't um, think it's insane. It, I just feel like if I'm spending any time in the room, uh, the bed needs to look nice because that's typically where you might sit. And I guess. So, uh, and I th- it's also courteous. Oh, somebody, no, you're, you're taking away jobs. No, you're not taking away <laughs> jobs. You're you're making your they probably have to take it like the, you're actually making their job more difficult. I guess. Well, possibly. Yeah. I think both of you should be in a padded room where there are no beds. <laughs> <laughs> and we would put all the pads back in place. Yeah. You'd straighten out the straight jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9.